A reading from the second book of Samuel. The Lord sent Nathan to David, and when he came to him, Nathan said, Judge this case for me. In a certain town there were two men, one rich, the other poor. The rich man had flocks and herds in great numbers, but the poor man had nothing at all, except one little ewe lamb that he had bought. He nourished her, and she grew up with him and his children. She shared the little food he had and drank from his cup and slept in his bosom. She was like a daughter to him. Now the rich man received a visitor, but he would not take from his own flocks and herds to prepare a meal for the wayfarer who had come to him. Instead, he took the poor man's ewe lamb and made a meal of it for his visitor. David grew very angry with that man and said to him, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this merits death. He shall restore the ewe lamb fourfold, because he has done this and has had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, the sword shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, I will bring evil upon you out of your own house. I will take your wives while you live to see it, and he will give them to your neighbor. He shall lie with your wives in broad daylight. You have done this deed in secret, but I will bring it about in the presence of all Israel and the sun with the sun looking down. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan answered David, the Lord on his part has forgiven your sin. You shall not die. But since you have utterly spurned the Lord by this deed, the child born to you must surely die. Then Nathan returned to his house. The Lord struck the child that the wife of Uriah had borne to David, and it became desperately ill. David besought God for the child. He kept a fast, retiring for the night, to lie on the ground clothed in sackcloth. The elders of his house stood beside him, urging him to rise from the ground, but he would not, nor would he take food with them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence and from your Holy Spirit take not from me. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Give me back the joy of your salvation and a willing spirit sustain in me. I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall return to you. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Free me from blood guilt, O God, my saving God. Then my tongue shall revel in your justice. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Create a clean heart in me, O God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up, and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Be quiet, quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even wind and sea obey? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I was, I was just reading an article, a, a journal um, publication the other day on, on this passage here in Mark, Jesus sleep on the, on the cushion. And Many uh, scholars think that um, when Jesus you know, wakes up or he's woken up and kind of says, quiet, be still, you know, we read it as he, like, he's saying that to the storm, to the, to the wind and the, and the sea.
but actually something he was he was saying it to the apostles quiet be still because you see they're they're up in a tizzy they're they're disturbed uh, they're they're doubting um and even though they have Jesus present on the boat, they can see him. This isn't like the other occasion when Jesus is not going to be with on the boat. He's going to walk on the sea and come to them. They, that's not enough for them that Jesus is present there. And so kind of they work themselves up into this anxiety. Or they let the, what, the wind or the, the evil spirit disturb them and make them doubt that God is with them. So Jesus is telling them, look, be quiet, be still, quiet. You know, trust that I'm with you. So this is a word that we need to hear ourselves all the time, especially when we're when we're upset about something or we're in the heat of the moment or we're, we're brooding on a, on a past injury by someone and we're resentful. Um, Christ is, is with us, but you know it's we've, we've let into our mind and into our heart these these wind and this storm of the enemy. And if we could just kind of take a deep breath, you know, breathe in the Holy Spirit and say, quiet, be still. We'll know that God is with us and we have nothing to worry about. And when God's by our side, we won't give in to, to anger or despair or whatever might be anxiety. So David, actually, even though this is kind of his low point here, he, he kind of does this beautifully. Um, he, he, he's been told that he's committed this great sin and, and that now, like, he's destroyed everything. His family is going to be ruined. Israel's going to be ruined. Now, if that was me or, or you, I would imagine, I would panic. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I, I blew it. I'm terrible. Kill me now, whatever. Um, I'd be overcome with anxiety and just an incredible heaviness. But David doesn't do that. He just simply says, I've sinned against the Lord. It's almost like you can imagine David just takes a deep breath. He recognizes, okay, I blew it, but God is with me. Because immediately then Nathan says, the Lord on his part has forgiven your sin. You shall not die. And everything, even though David will lose the child, things will work out for David. So David's able to, to calm himself and recognize the Lord is with him, has not abandoned him. May we do the same. Amen.